This is Crash Course Podcast by Twinkle. Hello, and welcome to Crash Course, the podcast that teaches you everything you need to know about important events and ideas, people and places from around the world. Now today, we'll be learning about one of the most important world explorers in the history of everything ever. A chap by the name of Ferdinand Magellan, the first person to circumnavigate the globe. And that means to sail all the way around it. But we're very lucky today to in fact have with us, via the magic and wonder of time travel and silly accents, another explorer who in fact accompanied Magellan on his wondrous adventures and knew him best. So, may I introduce to you now the excellent Juan Sebastian Elcano. Hola amigos, uh, my name is Juan Sebastian Elcano, but please just call me Juan, we do not need to be so formal. I would like to tell you about a great man, a man who changed the world, a man who started out on a glorious adventure full of danger and mystery, but uh, would not live to see its end. No, that responsibility would rest on my shoulders, but more about that later. For now, make yourselves comfortable and let me take you back 500 years to time of the one, the only, Ferdinand Magellan. Ferdinand Magellan, or just Magellan for short, was born in Portugal in 1480. And that was when an Italian artist called Leonardo da Vinci was producing some of the amazing artworks, some of the most amazing artworks even in the history of everything arty and ever just to give you some idea of context. So, Magellan was from a rich family. He worked very hard at school. A good boy, yes. Then, at the age of 12, he went to work for the Queen of Portugal as a page. That's like a fancy servant boy. This was a huge honor, and it was a huge honor and an opportunity to meet many, many important people, and fancy people too. And meanwhile... No one even knows when I was born exactly, so you can imagine what kind of upbringing I had. Now Magellan's great passion was sailing, and so when he was old enough he joined the Portuguese navy. He spent years in India and modern day Malaysia, fighting battles and generally becoming a bit of a big deal. But life, oh, life took a bit of a turn for the worse when he was wounded fighting in Morocco. Such an injury couldn't keep someone like Magellan down for long, though it did leave him with a limp for the rest of his life. After that, when he recovered, he returned to Portugal with a grand plan. Magellan's plan was all about the spaces. Yummy, uh, yummy spaces. You see, spices like cloves, cinnamon, and nutmeg were massively popular, very, very popular, all over Europe. In fact, they were more valuable than gold. Everyone wanted them, but they came from a long, long way away in Asia, and it was very expensive and dangerous to get them. Magellan thought that was a better way to get to Asia, so he set about trying to convince the king of Portugal to pay for his journey to find the better way. And so do you think uh, the king of Portugal liked Magellan's idea? This is kind of how the conversation went. 
Hello, King of Portugal. I have a great idea for getting to Asia to get spices. Instead of taking the dangerous routes around Africa by sea or overland on the Silk Road, why don't we sail around South America instead? I'm sure there is a shortcut. What do you think? And the King of Portugal says, Hello, Magellan. You have been a wonderful servant to Portugal, but this is, quite honestly, the most ridiculous idea I have ever heard. I will never, ever, in a million, billion, trillion years, support such an outlandish plan. So, luckily for Magellan, the King of Spain, just next door, absolutely loved the idea and agreed to pay. For the whole trip. Viva España, as they say. Now, this is where I come in. I kind of owed a guy a lot of money, and the only way I could get out of paying it back was to volunteer to join Magellan on his really, really dangerous voyage to where no one had ever been before. So I did. And so it was in 1519 that Magellan set sail with five ships and 270 crew. What could possibly go wrong? Well, pretty much everything. On the way down to the bottom of South America, three ships started a mutiny. They wanted to take control of the ships and sail home. He, however, managed to quell the uprising, but it was a close call. Next, one of his ships sank in a storm and, while they were exploring the passage at the bottom of South America, another ship turned around and fled back to Portugal. It ran away, the yellow-bellied chickens, the lot of them. Nonetheless, Magellan was one tough rooster, and he kept on going with just three ships left. Before we knew it, we were in a brand new ocean. He called it the Pacific Ocean. I suggested the name Water Ocean, but uh, he didn't think it was a very creative name. But the excitement didn't last long, because the winds were not very favourable, and it took us a long, long, long time to cross the Pacific. At long last, however, we made it to the tiny island of Guam, but we were almost dead with scurvy and starvation. But then, it was only a short skip over to Cebu in the Philippines, and we were pretty much there. We had made it too. The Spice Islands, the yummy, yummy, delicious Spice Islands. And now, this is where things get a bit sad. You see, Magellan managed to get mixed up in a local war. And before you could say nutmeg, ginger, clovey, yummy spices, we were up to our bony elbows in fighting. It still brings a tear to my eye to speak of these things, but Magellan and 40 of our brave crew died in that war so very far from their homes, and Magellan himself? Well, no one knows for sure, but the story goes that he was killed by a bamboo spear, and his body was never recovered. And so what were we to do? We had lost our great leader, Magellan. Someone had to take charge of the situation, and that someone was me, Juan Sebastian Alcano. At your service, if you please. 
We immediately set sail for home. We only took two ships because we had lost too many men in the fighting to take all three. Then, one of the ships developed a terrible leak and we were down to one a lousy ship. The journey home across the Indian Ocean and around Africa was terrible. I won't go into details, but it is a miracle any of us made it home. Nonetheless, we finally made it back to Spain in 1522. We had been away from our families and debts for three years. Of the 270 men who set out on Magellan's voyage, only 18 made it home. We were the first people to circumnavigate the globe, the world, the planet. And without Magellan, we could not have done it. Obrigado, Ferdinand. Adios, amigo. Well, gosh, that's quite the tale. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Juan Sebastian Arcano. I kind of feel like you should be more famous than Magellan in many ways. You were, after all, the one who actually made it all around the world for the first time. Uh, Yes, uh, it was terribly unfair, but that is how things are, I guess. Adios and goodbye. Well, thanks again, Juan Sebastian Arcano. Sure was fascinating, learning all about Ferdinand Magellan, the first person to not really circumnavigate the globe. And one thing he did do, though, is he really started to connect up the world. And over the next couple of centuries, humans would spread out and migrate all across the planet, even to Australia. Magellan, Juan Sebastian Alcano, truly did change the world forever. Thanks for joining us today at Crash Course Podcast. We hope you learn a lot and catch you next time.